There is so much to talk about on this episode of the League Manager Podcast. Legion, we have been away for uh, some time. I hope you all enjoyed your Thanksgiving as we ramp up into the holiday season. Hope all of you, uh, you know, have full stomachs and everything. I know that some teams uh, definitely ate last week and uh, are hungry for more while some teams are starving. So I'd like to get into that. A lot of cool things happened around uh, the Legion that I am happy to talk about with my co-host, co-league manager, Lord Kogar. How was – you had a pretty good week, you it, you know, league-wise, and it, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving as well. Yeah, you know, it was, uh, it was good on both planes. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving's always a good time to eat uh, figuratively and literally. Uh, and again, I was uh, fortunate enough to do both this year. Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, man, the South is uh, the South is is definitely heating up again. Um, you know, I thought that I was gonna really be able to, uh, you know, hopefully get one on you, but you still, it looks like you're still able to run away from me a little bit. Uh, and then we got Pittsburgh uh, on our heels as well. Um, currently, the Loudon Jackrabbits are eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, we actually see that three teams are completely eliminated from playoff contention, those teams being Stafford, Loudon, and the Sea Kings. Um, Loudon, let's talk about the trade that happened between Loudon and Virginia, because that was the big news that dropped last week, and I'm actually curious on what your initial thoughts were when you saw it and what you're thinking now, uh, especially now that you've seen last week's last week's game what 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 you feel the jackrabbits uh ideas were what you thought i was thinking at the time just all of it let's 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 hear it from you because i've been i've been waiting to talk to you about it yeah i mean uh you know we we have talked about it several times you know on several episodes we have talked about the potential for loud to blow up um the team slightly uh by shipping away josh allen you know and and it doesn't surprise me that you went for him. Um, actually, it's it's it makes perfect sense, and I think last week was a good display of that. You know, Joe Burrow was supposed to be your guy. Um, unfortunately, he just hasn't played up to par. You being so close, uh, you know, our our division being so competitive, um, you know, I think I think it was a good trade for everybody. You know, he has Sam Howe to plug right in. You know, I think that's his quarterback of the future. Um, and I think you made a, a bigger statement. Um, you know, I thought you already had a, a, a marquee quarterback, but now you really have a marquee quarterback. Yeah, and the way that I'm looking at it, man, is that there was I, I'm just not going to win this year if I had to run th- with Derek Carr, and we wouldn't have won last week if we went with Derek Carr. And uh, I'm, you know, people are going to start asking, you know, well, are you going to be able to keep two quarterbacks? Well, you know, hopefully. I mean, we I, I think I do have, you know, I, I you know, we looked at our books and. Uh, there are moves we we can make and you know hard decisions that are going to be made in the offseason but i'm thinking about right now man i'm thinking about i have to try to catch memphis i have to try to fend off pittsburgh and if i do make the playoffs i i'm not going to beat the dublins of the world with Derek carr i'm not going to beat you know memphis if i gotta play them again when they got cj stroud and i'm going with Derek carr and um i was also looking at that i got to play loud in the last two games of the of the season yeah, and I did not want to play him with Josh Allen on his team uh, for one of those games. Uh, so I decided to to make a trade for the number one quarterback in the league, and uh, I I thought that you know yeah he, the guy throws a ton of interceptions, but 
you know, even when he's throwing four interceptions, he's scoring like 24 points a game. Yeah, I mean, you know, fortunately in our league format, it, it, interceptions don't cost you too much, um, especially when you're scoring at, at a high clip the way he is. Um, and the big, the big thing about Josh Allen is that all his interceptions are made up by one, you know, one interception is made up by one 20-yard rush. And he's very capable of doing multiple of those throughout the game. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I built it. I did not necessarily see the bye week going in. And, and now that, you know, jo- uh, Jonathan Taylor looks yeah. like down a little bit, that's going to be. Yeah, now you have to rely on Derek Carr, the irony of all this. Yeah, the irony of all of it. So, you know, we'll. We'll see what happens. So, did anything? And we'll get we'll get to we'll get to that. You know, when we talk about matchups and everything. But uh, what else kind of stuck out to you last week? Um, you know, any major storylines? Anything that you that you saw that were of note? Uh, that you know you thought was maybe interesting or or bad for another team? Or what what really stuck out to you during that whole Thanksgiving you know time? Um, the cracking are drying out. Yeah. Yeah. The Kraken are cracking. Um, <laughs> there it's, are cracks in the in Dublin. <laughs> the the Dublin Kraken are cracking. Uh, I was looking over the numbers over the last three weeks. They have averaged 131 points. That is not going to win football games in this league. Um, especially, especially when he's coming up against Florida Airbnb Bulldogs. And again, we'll get into the matchups. But um, that guy's averaging almost 170 or 180, one of the two. So... Um, again, when we get into the, into the matchups, we'll get into that storyline a little bit deeper, but yeah, cracking or cracking. Um, another storyline I saw is that yes, absolutely. We'll have an Owen 13 team in this league. Um, I think so for sure. You think that they're going to be the first Owen 14 team? I think, yeah, I think it'll be, yeah. Owen 14, my apologies. Yes. I think he will be the first Owen 14 team. It's just not playing good. It's just not playing well. Yeah. Um, and coming across Mounties on a doubleheader, that's that's tough. Yeah, that that is tough. And you know, kudos to, to Devin for still you know taking the lumps and stuff. I know it's 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 a tough road you know to hoe, but like, there's some pretty cool talent coming into the draft next year, I guess. But I just don't want to believe that that can happen. I, I like it just feels like it can't statistically happen, Kogar. Well, no statistics, statistics 100%, so it absolutely can happen, and I do think it will. Yeah. Well, to talk about your, your, your Kraken thing, the Dubless Kraken, you know, what? anyway, I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, I they, they aren't beating their division is what I saw. You know, they can't beat the Death, and they can't beat the Bulldogs. Well, I, I don't know. Did they Have they beaten the Bulldogs yet? I don't think that they have. No, they lost to the Bulldogs. Yeah, so what do you so do you think the Kraken could potentially miss the playoffs? In that division, yeah. Yeah, that that'd be weird, right? It would be weird, you know, leading the way he has, but he's having an epic epic meltdown at the worst time epic ever. Yeah, and he's losing time. it and he's losing it to divisional opponents, which is the worst type of losses to take. Yeah. So he's having underwhelming performances all in a all in now a row. So it's not like he just had one bad game. No, he's now had three terrible games. Dropped two of those to, to divisional opponents. Has two more divisions. He has division the rest of the way. And the only one that doesn't have division the rest of the way is Florida. So if Florida wins, Florida has the best chance of securing that division. But that that whole that division, you got Florida and uh, 
and Dublin going up uh, going against each other, and you also have Philly and Detroit going up against each other this week. So that whole entire division could get completely shook top to bottom after this week's done. Yeah, and I mean we don't know it's Stafford. You know it's foreign. You know all their their record right now. I yeah, the Bulldogs look like they're in a very good spot right now, and if they take care of business yeah. this week, it's going to be. Man, who would have thought that this is what we would have been talking about coming, you know, into week 13? I mean, this is why this league remains exciting. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we talk about the South, and the South is as competitive as ever, but I don't think we've ever seen a division as competitive as the Central. And I'd be hard-pressed to say that any fantasy division, period, has seen the division so close. Like, I don't, I'm not sure even how tiebreakers break out in that, in that division, but that, that even adds another element of depth to how crazy that that entire thing is with two games left. Yeah, no, it's, it's wild. It's like you have, you have, you know, playoff caliber teams and two of them might not make it in. Mm-hmm. That, that is, that is wild. All right, well, let's, let's get into the matchups. I mean, we got Florida Airbnb Bulldogs going up against the Dublin Kraken, Pat Mahomes, Russell Wilson. That's the thing about the Bulldogs, man. They're going to get done with Russell Wilson on their team. So it's like, you know he he's he's been he's been on a pretty good streak, but I mean twenty points, seventeen points, eighteen points. He's not the reason why they're scoring a ton of points. I mean, is is Florida gonna beat the Kraken down with depth this week? Like, you know, Jacob keeps telling me he's got a lot of depth, which he does. But you know, Florida, Florida can beat you and like not even start anybody at the quarterback position. So, do you think that this is more of the same? You think uh, Jacob's gonna be able to adjust? Uh, what do you what are you seeing here? I mean, what I'm seeing right now is um, a point projection of a 30-point deficit, and that's with Florida having five guys on by. <laughs> so Saquon Barkley is going to get is going to get switched out for DeAndre or for um, yeah for DeAndre Swift. So that's a plug and go. Um, yeah, dude, I think I think Dublin is falling apart at the worst time ever. You know, I think that their team peaked and is now on a downward spiral, and I don't know if they're going to survive it. Uh, do you think that it's just, you know, cracking have to roll with what they got, or do you think they're going to have to make some roster moves, uh, switch out people, or is this just kind of Jesus take the wheel for the Kraken going into the playoffs? I mean, he's had some bad injuries and in, in stuff happening, and and he's got that on now on top of of bye weeks, so he's got he's in a bad way as far as that goes. Uh, the injuries have killed him at this back half, and you know you can have depth all day, but it's about having good depth. And unfortunately, I don't think he has good depth. Um, at least not that's performing, not that's playing well enough. Um, and he's coming up against the juggernaut. You know, we've talked about Florida all uh, you know all season about how strong a team they were just off off the drafts. Um and they're living up to the they're living up to the hype and Dublin's kind of folding. Yeah, it, it is it is wild. Now do you it, it's just crazy to me because like three weeks ago, four weeks ago even we're, we're talking about how like the Dublin Dublin's the best team in the league. How yeah. they're a shoe into the playoffs. They might not even make the playoffs. Yeah. As of three weeks ago they were the hottest thing since sliced bread. Now they're they're melting like butter. Huh Man, so okay, so I, here, here's some questions I have. Um, do you think the Kraken continue to struggle, and do you think that they make the playoffs with the death playing like the death they're playing, having a potential tiebreaker situation? 
uh, Florida being Florida right now, do you what? Do you think Dublin can win this game? And do you do you foresee Dublin making the playoffs now with how their team's been playing? I do not think they're going to win this game, though. No. I think Florida's going to punch them in the mouth. Um, I think we're going to see the same 130, 140 game that we've been seeing out of Dublin. I think that might be what they are right now. Mm. Um, as far as making the playoffs, um, I'm not going to count them out right now. I mean, that division's super tight, but I think he's the better team of the other two options. Because um, we've seen his team perform at a high clip all year, so something has to give at some point. Uh, you, you would think. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But a lot of question marks. A lot of question marks with this one. Yeah, uh, and then you know the team going uh, nipping on their heels. We got Philadelphia Death going up against the Detroit Robbers. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that like the team that doesn't win this one's probably probably Dunzo, right? Like completely mm. sucks. No. 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 Be- with Dublin playing the way they are, this this division's wide open. You know, if Dublin continues to struggle, they'll find themselves in a basement if these other two teams, you know, regardless of how this one shakes out, um, you know, I think there's one – Dublin, I think, has a – yeah, Dublin has a divisional game against D- Detroit. So if Dublin drops this one and then drops Detroit, he's he's screwed. Yeah. Man, this, so this I think, league is, I think, this league is I think so much Dublin, fun, man. Dublin's in the position he's, – he's in the worst position. He's, he's got everything to lose. Because he's already, we already expected the most out of him. This guy was just like taking names, just storming the fields of battle through half over halfway through the season, and now we're talking like, ah, oh, this. I, we got some great GMs in this in this league, man. Because like, we're talking a team like that can just com- lose it all in two games at the end of the season, three games. Mm-hmm. At the end of the season. It, it's wild, man. So. Looking at this Philadelphia death, Detroit Robbers, ESPN currently having them 152-160. Uh, they're giving the edge to the Robbers here. Uh, Robbers are starting Baker Mayfield against Jarrett Goff. Um, don't really love that for Detroit, per nice. se. Uh, and, you know, we got the death with Brees Hall, Montgomery. Um, you know, Robbers still have calf and, and, and everything. Um, I don't know, man. I think ESPN's kind of gotten this has this one wrong the death are on fire there is new life in the death and i don't know what the f happened like what they're putting in that you know gatorade that they're feeding their team or whatever but i think the death have a ton of momentum going into this and i think that the robbers um i i don't know i don't i don't know about the robbers but how do you feel about that you you agree with espn i mean i think i think this one's Really, really close. Um, I don't, but death has the momentum. Death does have the momentum. But Detroit just had some really good game. They have really good players. I don't like the Baker Mayfield play. I don't either. Um, you know, Carolina's – or sorry, he's, he's versed in a defense that isn't the strongest. But I think he – I would play Stafford personally. I think Stafford's a slightly better play. Um, he's got – I don't know, man. I feel like Philly. I feel like Philly's gonna take this one. Honestly, you know he's got golf's playing pretty well. Um, you're getting great production out of uh, David Montgomery. C.D. Lamb's playing out of his skull. Um, he's got a lot of solid dudes. He's got a couple defensive guys that can make some noise, even though that's never been his thing. Um, but yeah, I think I think I think Detroit has the potential to underwhelm, and Philly has the has the potential to overperform. 
I think that Detroit needs to pick the best court. Like, if they don't pick the right quarterback, they're done in this game. Yeah, it's tough. It is tough, but you know Baker Mayfield. I, I don't know Baker Mayfield is kind of one of those guys where it's like I don't know. Do you want to do you want to bet your whole season on him? This dude has scored no. in the last two games, twelve and fifteen points. Yeah, not not who I would ideally want to be putting in that situation. Yeah, so so we'll see what happens. I agree with you, man. I, I think that the death have the have the edge here, and they're just red hot right now. And I think that Bill is is doing a great job with how whatever he's been doing and putting the right people there. And uh, I think he's going to continue to do that because now you know, unlike previous seasons where you know he was he was done by week six or whatever. You know, he's he's definitely – I think he, he, he gives an F now. And uh, it, it, his team has been very scary. So, I, I don't know, man. I, I think I think the death win this game, and you're saying that the – I guess, yeah, the robbers have the crack in going into it. Now, are the robbers going to be playing if, – if the robbers lose, are they going to be playing for a playoff spot or are they going to be playing more to just spoil the Kraken? What do you think? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes to both. I mean, I think – I think all those teams are good enough that it's very, very plausible to see three teams come out of that division, you know, to go to the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, I think you are doing both. I think you're, that last game is to spoil the Kraken season, you know, make them have just a, a humongous tailspin. Um, but, yeah, at the same time, I think that also secures you a potential, uh, you know, six-seed wildcard spot in the, uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, and I think that the death, uh, I don't know if you agree or disagree, I mean, they have to win their next games. I mean, they have to beat Detroit and Boston uh, coming up, uh, or I, I think it's it's not going to be good for them. Each of these two teams has to win their next two games to, to really do anything. Yeah, I, I agree. So, speaking of, uh, the, let's see, what game do I want to go to next? Because that, that, those were the two very exciting games, but... Speaking of Boston, Boston's been putting up some crazy numbers. Uh, fortunately, the Schnauzers were able to get a win there. Um, how are we feeling about uh, the six and six Boston Braves uh, trying to catch a seven and five Montreal Mounties? Uh, okay, so I Jamie's in a in a very tough spot here because Montreal is about to go into a double header with Waldorf. And, yeah. And Boston is six and six and. All of these teams, every like three teams in our division, three teams in the other division, and this division, like they're all playing for a, like the sixth spot. I mean, is is Jamie fighting a losing battle? I guess was his. Did he have to win last week against me? Um, you know, because he's. Let's see who he's got to go up. He's got to go up against um, Stafford this week, and I don't know if you have it in front of you, but it looks like he's. Yeah, then he's got the death. So yeah, we already talked about that. So is can Jamie can Jamie pull it off? Because I I, I, think, um, I think I think Jamie can win games, but I just think yeah. he's in such a tough spot because Montreal's schedule. Sorry, Devin is like just so easy at the end of the season that I I definitely think that Montreal has a very high chance of getting to nine wins and. Jamie having to compete for a wild card spot. No, I mean I think I think with uh, with Montreal beating Pittsburgh last week and uh, the Braves losing, I think they the Montreal definitely clinched. 
Yeah, you know, you know, going against the Sea Kings, going against the Sea Kings, I definitely expect them to beat him both times. Um, so at that point, you know, the record is the record is what it is, and there's just nothing Jamie can do. Yeah, I, I think that. And honestly, I feel like he he misses the playoffs altogether, no matter what. And you know what's crazy about that man? Like, uh, and and so at the beginning of the season, you said that he was the best team in the league. Yeah. And guess what? He has scored the most points. Yeah. And he's in this position that 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 hurts. It does that, hurt. That that really hurts. But you know, uh, football is a cruel maiden. Sometimes you know you trade for Josh Allen only to play him on bye, and then have your uh, workhorse running back while your other one's on bye uh, injure his thumb, and then you can't play him for the next two games of the regular season. So, uh, yeah, sometimes that happens. Um, but yeah, I, I is there do you, Boston Boston really can't like they're not going to make the playoffs, right? No, I don't think there's anything they can do to make the playoffs. I mean, I think there there literally is something they could do, but I just don't see it happening. Um, and it's nothing nothing against Jamie. I just think he um, he had the couple spell a couple spell in the middle of the season um, due to injuries where he dropped those few games. Um, yeah, he had a four four game losing streak, um, and that's kind of where his uh, his season derailed because you know unfortunately he followed up with three or four dubs. It's just it was too too little too late. Uh, no nah, man, I was gonna segue into the and, and, and I am like right now. Um, oh man, I, I don't know if you caught this, so I'm gonna bring it up right now. So he's trying to catch Montreal, right? He's pl- Montreal's playing the Sea Kings, the zero and twelve Sea Kings, without Lamar Jackson or the Ravens. The Ravens are all on by, and Waldorf is projected to score nine. Is he gonna have points. enough to play? I don't know. Is going to have enough guys on his roster to play? I don't think he does. <laughs> the Ravens are on bye. Yeah. Oh, no. He's got one, two, three, four, oh. five, six just on bye for the Ravens. I don't even know what else he's got on bye. He's got, he's got a D-back who's out. And he's got a defensive end that's quite – Wow. It's <laughs> who's he? Who's he have? I'm, I'm confused. I, dude, who's I feel, there? I feel so bad. Oh, it's a 92 Jamie. point projection. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there's nothing like I said. There's nothing Jamie can do. <laughs> and yes, we will have an 014 team. Oh man. Oh that. Oh no. Because I'm I'm looking and I'm like I don't even. I mean, he's oh. got some guys to plug in, but. Who the heck is Geno Stone? I've never heard that name in my life. I don't think we can. I don't oh think no, can... he's got Kenny get picked. He's gonna go from, he's gonna go from Lamar Jackson to Kenny Baby Hands Pickett, who has scored Yikes. 14, 6, 7, 11, 4 in his last. Oh man. Five games. Oh. Well, you know, congratulations, Montreal. Uh, you know, you held off enough to get to this point, so I guess. I guess hey, like we said, it? like we said, all those close games, the ball had to roll the other way at some point, <laughs> and here it is, right, smiling right at you. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know this going into this, but yeah, this is this is gonna be zero and thirteen. This is tragic. This is game. tragic. I don't think they can even do any. Like they can't do anything on the. See, that's another thing that we never talked about with the Sea Kings. It's like one re- another reason why you don't pick one team. 
is because bye weeks happen. And I don't think he has enough players to field an entire team. He's 0-12. He's out of the playoffs. I mean, what incentive does he have to compete? Unless, you know, he just wants to compete. But he, I don't think he has enough to compete. Well, he does. I'm looking at it. He's got, he's got guys in every position to plug in. So you, you always got to play regardless of what you're at. Because you could so always, you know, you know I, I, I went through bye week hell as well and put up my highest point total of the season at that point. So it's like you just never know who's going who's gonna to blow up, you know, who you might have a big game. And he's got some playmakers with potential. They just haven't done anything, unfortunately. Yeah, my but you never know roster, when that you never yeah, you never know when that one game is just gonna pop. Yeah, my worst roster of the year beat the Memphis Predators. There you go. You know, like probably one of my worst fielded teams of all time beat the Memphis Predators. It's crazy, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's crazy, man. I just had to fit that in there. But yeah, you gotta speak louder though. You gotta speak louder because I'm at the top up here, man. I can't quite hear you. <laughs> oh, for now. For for now, for we'll now. see what we'll see what happens. I mean, the Spartans are hungry, and we're and that'll be a nice segue into their game. But uh, yeah, uh, Devin, please compete. You owe it to Jamie, at least, you know, to just you know make a make a sporting effort because I would be pissed if I was Jamie, and we know that Jamie is an act is, is like a is, is a real big competitor. He he does care a lot about this. So you know, if there is a possibility that you beat the Mounties, please try try, is what I would say. That being said, if Jamie would have just beat the Mounties the second time, he'd have been all right. So, yeah, I feel bad, man. I, he's he's scoring two hundred points a week and or close to one ninety and, and losing, and it's like wow. So, yeah, dude, stuff stuff out here in the streets. Uh, speaking of the placeholder, uh, you know, warming the seats for the Schnauzers team, the Memphis Predators. Uh, <laughs> we got the Memphis Predators going against the Pittsburgh Spartans. Spartans hungry. Uh, starting Bryce Young against you. Uh, how are you feeling about him starting Bryce Young against you? Who, by the way, let me just let me just rattle off since week eight. Uh, 10. Bold move going up against that. I guess you got you're playing uh, Prescott, which somehow I feel better about that than Bryce Young, which tells you a lot about how I feel about Bryce Young. Yeah, I mean, uh, I saw Bryce Young and I was, uh, I was shocked. Were you um, excited? Were you happy? I mean, I'm excited. You know, I'll take my free dubs where they come. But it's <laughs> like, yeah, I saw, I saw Bryce Young and I'm like, w- why is he putting a child in there? Like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know why whoever the, whoever drafted that team even has this guy still on the roster. Because Bryce Young is ass. He is not good. <laughs> I'm glad he you guys fought. Are, are you willing to are you willing to say that I called that yet? Yeah, no, I absolutely I'll give you I'll give you props for it's due. You you did call that Bryce Young was gonna be hot garbage and he is. He is. Um yeah, you know, I'm I have got Dak in. You know, I, I decided late last week, actually on Thanksgiving Day, like an hour for the game, that I was like, you know what? I'm gonna throw Dak in over CJ. What was the reason for that? Like what what made you feel that way? Well, partially the, the team he was exactly the team he was playing. <laughs> I knew he was going to go crazy, um, and also you know, he's just he's been balling, and you know he was my guy for a long time. And this is more about Dak playing really good versus CJ's. You know, he's not like CJ's not playing well. Um, I just this is something I'm rolling with the hot hand, uh, and Dak's just balling. And I think he's going to continue to ball, um, but CJ's right there. I, I, CJ's my guy. 
Uh, but again, I'm trying to win a championship, so I'm a, I'm gonna roll with Dak for for this one. Yeah, it almost looks like uh, given you know aside from week one, it, it looks like the t- you have to play Dak when he's playing a divisional opponent. I mean, Washington 35 points, Giants 41 points, Philly 32 points. Yeah, he's he's, he's kind of has the hot hand right now, doesn't he? He's a you know it's it, there's worse positions than to have the number three and I think number five quarterback on my rosters. Yeah, so that that gives me a, a you know question for you, uh, a couple questions. The, the the first one is, I mean, if you were Pittsburgh. Who are you playing at quarterback? Like, like, do you feel, would you 100% feel better playing Fields over, uh, well, he's on bye. That, never mind. I'm sorry. That's probably why we're seeing Bryce Young. Does he have another quarterback? I'm trying to see my screen. Yeah, I mean, he's got Geno, and Geno is versing, uh, versing a stout defense. So I'm assuming that that's ultimately what he's, what he's factoring in. But uh, Bryce Young's versus a stout defense as well. And Bryce Young only put 11 points up on a team last week. Um, you know, I'll jump universes into Tennessee, who Tennessee gives up big points to everybody. So the fact that Bryce Young only got 10 points is is really telling. Plus, yeah. you know, as far as, uh, you know, the NFL universe goes, the, the head coach is gone. So now you've got a big shakeup in the organization. Oof. Um Oof. So you got a lot of things going on, exactly, in a system that's already just not been good. So, yeah, I think, you know, Dallas is playing well, but Gino Gino has the ability, and those are big receivers to throw at. I would have taken my shot with with Gino. Um, But, you know, Spartans have been competitive all season, and, you know, I've not not critiqued every single call they've made. So, you know, in the end, we'll just have to see how it goes. I mean, the matchup is close. Yeah, uh, so here's a question for you. Being in the South and everything with the QBs that are kind of in there, um, going forward, maybe not for like this season, but definitely future seasons, I mean, does Pittsburgh need to make a move for a quarterback, for a consistent mm-hmm. quarterback? If he's going to compete, you know, if they're going to compete years down the road, do they need to get a franchise quarterback quickly? Um, I don't think so. I, I mean – Consider the source. Consider who you're asking on this one. Um, you know, I ran through this league many years without an actual quarterback. It's true. Um, you know, Dude, made it to the play, made it to the championship game twice. Um, In a row. Yeah, you know, Josh Allen is actually the one that lost it for me. Believe it or not. Oh wow. Yeah, I think he was a rookie that year. Oh wow, I, that that is a, that is interesting that you didn't win with Josh Allen at, at playing the quarterback. Yeah. yeah, he was he was a rookie, and that was the, I think the first year of, of versus Paul. And and I was like, dang. And he, of course, he had a rookie game, and I was like, crap. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, getting back to it, um, you know, Pittsburgh ideally would want to go get a quarterback. Um, but he, the thing about quarterback is you never know who's going to pop year over year. Sometimes those middle of the pack guys become top ten guys. So, I mean, I think he's got a couple solid ones that he can run with. Um, he's got guys like Travis Kelsey who give you wide receiver numbers at a tight end position, so that makes up for weak quarterback play. Um, you know, he's got uh, Alvin Kamara, who in a PPR, half PPR format, um, just goes completely nuts with the amount of catches that he gets. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't think Pittsburgh needs to panic and go spend big money on a quarterback, uh, but that is for sale um, on the offseason if they do want to come at me. Uh, but no, I mean, all serious notes. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I, I wouldn't hit the panic button on the quarterback situation right now. Okay, all right. They've done pretty well. They've done pretty well with what they've had so far. Okay, well, looking at the team right now, and I'm, 
I'm looking at this game and I'm just like, this is going to be, well, well, Dak is, is, is on fire. So I'm not going to, mm-hmm. it's who, oh, man, I, I don't know. I, I don't see Pittsburgh winning this one. I, I, it's just, not. I just don't. And, and if, and if you take care of biz, I think that you're going <laughs> to, you're going to be, you're going to friggin' Persian empire. These Spartans, you know what I mean? Like, you're just going to like, you know, beat them. It's going to be like the last 10 minutes of 300 over in here. I think, you know, so. <laughs> I mean, I feel, I feel conf- I feel confident. Um, my biggest concern, uh, which has been my biggest concern all season, ironically is my running back situation. Um, you know, I've had Derrick Henry, who's had really good games, really bad games. Um, and I've been really streaming my RB2. Um, you know, I put, I was actually looking. I was like, I've used guys like Matt Breida. I've used McLaughlin uh, over in Denver. I've used, um, I've been using Chuba. I've got Deontay Foreman. Like, I've really just been plugging in anybody that kind of worked that week. Um, solidified it with solid wide receiver play. So I still feel good about my A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen stack. Nico in the flex and uh, Sam Laporte's in tight end. So, um, yeah, I mean, I th- I feel good. I feel good. I'm ho- just hoping they perform half the way I think they should. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see what happens. And the final game we got going on, Loudon Jackrabbits, Virginia Schnauzers. Uh, what, do you, what do you have to say about this game? I mean, I, I'm starting Ezekiel Elliott and then Samaji Pirine, and they still got me 54%. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that's because he currently has – yeah, he's got some people to buy on his roster, but man, this this week this this is gonna be a very telling week. And uh, I, I just you know I can talk about you know my team forever. You know that, so let's just get your thoughts on it on this matchup. Yeah, you know Jamie, I feel your pain with watching you know someone that you really want to take L's going against an easier opponent. Um, you know, I definitely look at my last two weeks going against the, you know, a, a, a tough Pittsburgh team, just trying to, you know, just really fuck everything up for me, honestly. Um, and then I see you going against Loudon and I'm like, dang, like this isn't working out. Cause if I drop one of these games to Pittsburgh, <laughs> you're right there to take I it. Know, so dude. it's like, so that's what makes this so interesting. And. Uh, which is why I'm worried about my running backs. I need them to perform. I need to secure at least one win. Um, I really can't afford to, to drop any. Um, the fact that Lamb put up 172 last week makes me feel good. The fact that you were putting, you know, forced to play guys like Derek Carr, Zeke, Samaji P. Ryan, like, you know, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling optimistic about this one. Uh, Tyreek's matchup really scares me. Uh, he's gonna go bonkers on that. But he is questionable. Team. He is questionable. Questionable means nothing. It just means he's <laughs> gonna run a a, a four two versus a four flat. Like, should I should I score ten touchdowns or not? I don't, right. I don't know. You know, you got I'm looking at your matchups and it's like I wanna I wanna not root I, you know, I wanna root against you, but Lowndes just not, not had a good season either. Well, I'll tell you what, um, man, but you but I think your... this is a week they, they can. I think this is a week they potentially could do something and it would be uh really really grateful of them you know if a pit guy wants to help a wvu guy out i appreciate well, I gotta it tell him that i gotta tell him that so that it gives him incentive to not try yeah <laughs> yeah i mean anything anything that you know goes against a florida guy i think i think we can go find common ground yeah <laughs> well this is a this is another interesting thing you know talking about how the loudon was top of this division for a few weeks yeah they're what king you- for a day what do you what do you think? Uh, you know, we we knew we knew Andy was just gonna warm the seat for us. You know what I mean? Like you know we. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah. I'm glad he got to go up there so we can see what it's like. And then <laughs> I'm glad he got down off the perch where, he, you know, back, back where he goes. Um, you know, I called it weeks ago that Loudon was going to be in the basement, and it, think, they are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, did, you, did, you know. What do you think has been the reason for their collapse? Because they, they put up a bunch of – so they put up a lot of good points and then traded Josh Allen. No, yeah, well, I mean, they, they could afford to. Like I said, Sam Howell's putting up just as good of points, really. Um, something that's really went against them is that Tony Pollard went flat. Yeah. Um, Tony Pollard kind of wasn't doing much at all for him. Um, Tyler Lockett, um, lo- not looking at his – yeah, Tyler Lockett's number 33 ranks, so and he's just not quite doing Tyler Lockett things that we're used to. So I think some guys that we expected a lot more out of just have kind of had a very flat season. Yeah. Okay. So, but honestly, again, uh, I wouldn't hit the panic button um, because they have definitely high high b- b- bounce back potential um, in these following years. Yeah, no, I think so too, especially with those draft picks. It was really funny because he was just like, did that guy before me trade away a bunch of his draft picks? He screwed me this year. <laughs> I didn't draft until the seventh round, and I'm like, you know what? He might have, from what I know of. <laughs> Who did he take over for, Sean? Sean. Okay, yeah. Now, he was like, he's like, I didn't draft till the freaking seventh round. <laughs> hey man, I was there last year. It was, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, so I helped him out a bit. Uh, I'll tell you what, Kogar, you got you better win this week, or you're in trouble. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, I sounds mean, good. Like, no, if you if you if you lose this week. You know, you, you better perform. You're the one playing nah. Derek Carr as your best option. Like, right, but I get your Josh, team better perform. I get Josh Allen and jo- I get my Josh's back next week. So that's fine. If you, I ain't worried if, about that. If you, I, I look at it this way: if you lose this week, if you lose this week, I can lose this week. I, it, technically, yeah, I get. No, not really. Because I'm like, up, am I, like, am I up a game on you? I think you are up a game. That's true. And yeah, I, and I, no, no, no. If I, if I lost both and you won one, we would be tied. Okay. We had the tiebreaker, and then I've got points for. Point. Yeah, you've scored more points. Okay. I've only scored three points less than Jamie. So I pretty much need to take care of business both games. Yeah, Crap. as do I. I'll, I'll say I'll go ahead and take care of Pittsburgh because I want I want smoke with Dublin again, not because they're they're I weak, but Dublin. because. They're they're the one big dog I didn't take out. Yeah. Well, I, them and the death. So I want them too. Dude, picture picture. Okay, so you know how Jacob is, right? Like picture him being the big dog you didn't take out, and you have to work next to him. <laughs> like, I want I want to play him in the playoffs so badly <laughs> and win. I want it so badly. So I hope that that's what happens. I mean, why does this keep happening every single year with the South? It's every single year. Yeah. It, it gets a little tiring after a while, to be honest. The divisional <laughs> winner is never chosen until the last week. Yeah. Though it actually it comes down to like. For, it's every division everything. this year. It's every division this year, right? Well, not the North, but. I mean, if. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, <laughs> the Mounties are secure. They, they won last week. Boston lost. The Mounties are secure. Yeah, I don't want to be a dick or anything and, like, say, congratulations, Montreal, for winning your division. Don't worry. Congratulations, Montreal, for winning your division (laughs) from the co-league managers. Yeah. Oh, man. Better luck next year. Yeah. 
All right. Well, hey, you know, those are the games. You're now the sea princes. You'll have the to try again next year to become the, the kings. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. And I'm taking the black and purple back. Yeah, you got to switch Dublin, your colors now. If Dublin doesn't make the playoffs, I'm just going to say stop picking sea, sea mascots for a football game. That's, that's probably what you don't want to do. But, uh, okay, cool. Like, uh, those are the games. Uh, it is – I love this league that in – I mean, not it, it's not going to end this week. I mean, we're going to go into week 14 uh, with this still being exciting. I know that for a fact. Uh, so, you know, thank you all, your G, the GMs, for uh, always competing, making this uh, competitive league. And, uh, you know, good luck to everyone not playing the schnauzers and uh, not, the, not, not your predators either. I, I, need, <laughs> I need to win the South. Please. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Talk to you later. Yeah, bro. See you guys. See you guys.